Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, July the 28th, 2021. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, mesmerize which means to be hypnotized or to leave spellbound, mesmerized. Hope everyone is enjoying their Wednesday or will enjoy their Wednesday, I should say. Midweek swing, hump day. Work week is almost over for some of us anyway. Uh, one of the big things in the, the news today and quite possibly the rest of the week, the temperatures, hot, hot, hot. With the heat index that's going to make it feel like well over 100 degrees. So uh, if you're out and about, stay hydrated. Watch out for those signs of heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Sunscreen, put it on. And also check on the uh, elderly. They may be, you know, a lot of elderly people, they, uh, <laughs> they don't like that AC, their bones and their joints. So they will sit there with a fan I wonder if people still put fans in the window. That was, uh, I, I got to say that that was totally useless. I mean, it may help at some point in time or certain times during the year, but in the summer when the heat is on, that fan in the window just <laughs> circulates the hot air. Got to be honest with you, just does. So check on the elderly also. Man, it, it, well, this is the summer. The heat can't dispute it, can't knock it. It is here. It is here. The heat is on. So for everyone, just be careful. Be mindful of what's going on around you. Be mindful of your body and all the signs that it, it gives you also. All right, let's move along here. Uh, this I, I, I stumbled on an article this morning, early this morning, the wee hours of the morning, and, and it kind of struck my interest. And in, in the reason, well, I work in retail and I, I, just, uh, I just didn't know that uh, apparently... Home Depot, that's the hardware store, hardware chain, has come up with a, a new tool to combat shoplifting. Now, here's what they're going to do. They, they are using Bluetooth technology to combat organized retail crime. That's the people that come in in large groups and, and the boosters, you know, like we've seen in the past few months or, or however long with uh, those people or people or peoples going into Walgreens. We all seen the Neiman Marcus one where that group went in, snatched any and everything they could find and then ran out the store with the Walgreens. The gentleman was in the store on his bicycle, dumping items into a huge trash bag and then just rolled right out of the store on his bicycle. Lord have mercy. Well, so anyway, what, what Home Depot has done is uh, they came up with a Bluetooth technology that's attached to the items that you're buying, whether it be your tools or your appliance. Now, how this works, it works just like gift cards, because if you know anything about purchasing gift cards, they're not active until you they're actually scanned and paid for. So what they're going to do with the tools and appliances, they're going to attach a Bluetooth device to it. And uh, the only way it can be active or the only way you can use that tool it has to be scanned and purchased. Now, like I said, this is being used to stop shoplifters from walking in, get what they want, and walk right back out. Then they go to the streets, pawn shops, or 
online to sell items. In fact, the online selling of uh, stolen items has increased over the years, as opposed to the pawn shop. You know, the pawn shop is where you can go. <laughs> if, 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 well, a, lo a lot of people I know, they say, hey, if, if something's been stolen, check the pawn shops. That's usually where the police check. So that's why they're always telling you to write down the serial number. It's just, that's just amazing to me. And, and I'll go a little further. And another thing that, that kind of caught my eye, and I didn't know, and, and a lot of this is, is being done. What they're saying, they're having an uptick in crime in California, San Francisco to be exact. So much so that Target in San Francisco has cut store hours to combat shoplifting. They went from a, a, a nine to nine or a nine to 10 or whatever, or what have you, to a nine to six. That's got to be cutting into that bottom line. You shorten your store hours. But the bottom line may already be affected with the items that, that are being taken out and not being paid for. Like I said, I work in retail and, I, hey, I literally see people come in with big duffel bags, duffel bags, and load up on whatever they want and walk right back, back out. Can't say anything to them. Better not. You want to still stay, if you like to stay employed. And when I say that, that shoplifting does affect your bottom line the company's bottom line, it, it, it does. Because you think about it, they spend however many dollars to bring items into the store on the premise that it will be purchased and paid for. And when it's taken out, they have nothing. Uh, I mean, they may have a little write-off or something somewhere down the line, but uh, the item is gone. The, the chance of sale is gone just by people walking in and walking out with items and then go out on the streets and sell them or go to pawn shops or do it online. Now the online is what they're what they discovered, and it, it kind of follows the same mo as as just the regular shoplifting. What they what they discovered these groups or boosters, they recruit uh, young young teenagers or homeless people to go in and do it. Then they bring it back, give them a little change or whatever. Then they go online and sell it. Now with this Bluetooth technology, that's going to be uh, pretty much cut out. Now, unless they find a way to, well, you know, hey, hack into it and, and, and can override that Bluetooth. Uh, it's quite possible. Sooner or later, I know someone's going to figure it out. It, it, it just is. Uh, uh, I think it's a great idea with this Bluetooth. I don't know how long it's going to or how effective it's truthfully going to be for how long. Because like I said, uh, sooner or later, somebody's going to hack into it. Hell, they're hacking, just like hacking into, uh, you know, like like that gas or or that uh company that was a meat producer folks hacked into their system so hey i mean it's only a, a matter of time i would say that someone hacks into it and figures out how to activate it override it just sad i i, I think it, it just goes to show that how i won't say times have changed because criminals are criminals they just became more sophisticated and advanced and how they steal now. It is, it is somewhat, if I say this sarcastically, it sounds sarcastic. It is somewhat of a nostalgia to see someone actually walk into the store and, and, and steal something and walk out. I don't know if that goes to the old way of doing things. I, I, I just don't. But it, it, it's sad to, to actually see someone. And, and here's the thing for me. Like I said, I work in retail. It's sad to think that you would risk it all, 
because what's happening is a lot of these companies now or these retailers now um, over a certain amount, they're going to press charges. Sad that you would po quite possibly give up your freedom or your chance of doing something with your life because you have a record for stealing some items out of a store and that's on your record. And when you go to apply for a job somewhere down the line, that pops up. Sad that you would risk that for certain items. Uh, a lot of the shoplifters, hey, they have a drug problem. Or they could be just like, like they said, the young teenagers just looking for something to do to get some money, if that sounds logical. But like I said, to think that you would just go in there and risk it all for an items, a few items that you could sell on the street that you're not going to get the full price for. You have to sell it for chump change because you're trying to get rid of it. Uh, that's a bit too much for me. It just is. But man, California, San Francisco in particular, they're, they're, they're all over the Internet with these uh, videos. Like I said, and, and Neiman Marcus, Walgreens, Target and in and everywhere else, dollar store even. Uh, trying to still try to figure out why anyone would go into the dollar store with everything costing a dollar to steal. What the hell is in the dollar store? Hey, guess if you got to have it, you got to have it. I, I don't know. It, this is a, a way for them to combat this shoplifting with these boosters or those groups that we see that just walk in and start snatching any and everything and walk right back out. Ah, that's crazy. How a group of you could could get together and say, "Hey, we're going to hit this store up." And, and maybe it's a, a lucrative profession, if I could say that. Maybe there is some money to be made. But how much money? Like I said, once you stole it, you got to sell it cheap to get rid of it. You don't want to get caught with it. So, how much are you really making? Is it really that lucrative? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Look, I I wanted to um, talk. I guess I'll call this my part of for uh, Wellness Wednesday because it is Wednesday, of course. And, and I also wanted to continue on with uh, topics as it related to men, going back to that Men's Health Month in June. And and I decided to start with um, mental health because the mental health of men certainly has come to the forefront. Now, we all know the stigmas associated with, quote unquote, being a man. Man up, suck it up. Can't seek help because you're, you you want to appear to be strong. Don't want uh, you 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 know what you hear or I've heard it certainly. No one wants to hear your problems, so that increases that stigma uh, with men and mental mental health. And if you do decide to talk about your problems, it, it's perceived as being you're complaining, you're whining, and you're you're also perceived as being weak timid, docile, or you may appear to be too vulnerable. So that's that's where that expression, that man up, that man up comes from. I've heard that oh so often in my life. I even used it. And looking back with that man up, man up term, uh, that's a dud. Because that's like I said during that segment for Men's Health Month, this indoctrination of what a man is supposed to be is a dud also. What, what really determines or, or how do you determine what a, a man is or being a man? Truthfully. Now, with this um, men's mental health, uh, what they are saying is one out of five have a uh, mental illness. And that's in the United States. And six million men in the U.S. 
have a mental illness. That's what that that's what that one out of five equates to. That's a lot. There's a lot of men walking around with mental illness. And those are the ones that they can, uh, I guess they gather data or whatever and what have you and say they know for a fact. Just imagine how many of them out there that that actually have a mental illness and they just won't talk about it. Now, things that are, are associated with mental illness for men, and, and, it, and it is similar to women because they, what they're saying is women are more likely, of course, to seek help, to talk to somebody, get it out, get it off their chest, as opposed to men. Men, we suffered, we do suffer from depression, anxiety, bipolar disorders, schizophrenia, and eating dis- disorders. But a lot of you didn't know that. Guys, get, guys do get depressed and they sit there and eat. Now, they're often undiagnosed in men. Why? Because men are more likely to be afraid to ask or seek help than women. That depression and suicide. Depression and suicide, they're saying, are one of the leading causes of male death, death globally. That's across the board, across the world. And it is. Because we keep it inside. We don't let it out. Now, what they're saying here are some of the common signs of mental illness for men. Anger, irritability, excuse me, irritability, aggressiveness. Now, some of the common general signs, that's your, you know, you're like your every day. If you're able to horn in or, 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 or look or see men a lot of times during their day-to-day dealings in life, uh, you're going to see changes in mood, energy level is going to drop, or maybe in the appetite. So, I mean, that is a sign of depression. You know, a lot of people want to eat, or they may eat too much. It's not enough sleep, or they sleep too much. Sleep it off. I'm kind of a victim of that. If something's really worrying me or bothering me, and I know I can't combat it at that particular moment, hey, I'll sleep it off. Whatever. Or I go sit somewhere and just sit to myself. Now, also, they're saying the concentration may be off. They may feel restless or on the edge, ready to pop, ready to snap. They have increased feelings of uh, being worried or stressed. Increased alcohol and drug use. That's not a surprise right there. It just isn't. And physically, they may have headaches or body aches. Digestive problems without a clear cause. Now that was kind of odd to me. I said digestive problems. So I, I guess I, I guess with that stress, those acids in the stomachs they ramp up or or can't digest the food like they're supposed to. And there's also obsessive thinking or compulsive behavior. So that there certainly is a lot of things associated with men's mental health that aren't talked about or aren't discussed. Reason being, like I said, man, hey, we we just, we hold things in to the last moment. And that's where that anger and irritability and aggressiveness. So therefore, when it comes out, out, it's like, boom, all hell breaks loose. loose. So we are angry. at that point there. We are angry. We're irritated. We've been irritated to the max and we do appear to be aggressive. 
Just do. And that go, that has a lot to do with the stigma and stereotype of being a man. A man doesn't discuss his problems. That's me. Man doesn't feel the need to let any and everyone know what's going on in his life. That's me. That's just me. I, I, I won't. It's just something I won't do. But reading this article and, and they they're they list they're listing those uh, signs of mental Ill- illness kind of makes me think. It goes to that. Not just the signs of mental illness, but the stigma that goes with being a man, because I've heard it all all of my life. Don't tell everybody your problems. Whatever happens, keep moving. Don't stop and think about it. Like I said, don't tell everybody your problems. They're going to think you're weak and you're soft. They just, they just are. And that, and that has been embedded in our brains, embedded in our DNA. That's how we deal with life. Now, what that's another thing that that leads to, especially when you have a family and a wife with you holding everything in it could put a strain on that marriage and a strain on the relationship with your kids. So much to the point there's divorce comes into play. I'm sure there's a a good number of of men in this study that if they trade, if they had relationships or marriages, uh, the marriage suffered to the point divorce and, and hey, that the kids and that, that ex-wife don't want to be around you because of your lack to handle your emotions or lack to express yourself without feeling as though you are weak or docile or timid. You know, we we all know those old sayings with where people would say, the man is the head of the household. Well, what does the head of the household actually entail besides working, paying bills or, or, or fixing or building things around the house? What does the head of the household actually entail? Is that it? That's all I'm worth for as a male? Think not. There's a lot, lot that goes into being the head of the household. Head of the household, for me, and what I've discovered, is not just the before mention of paying the bills, fixing things around the house, building or whatever, or what have you. It's truthfully your ability to be a parent or a husband and parent and your ability to communicate with your kids and your spouse. That macho uh, stigma of walking around with your chest stuck out, your nose up in the air, and every time someone says something, you grunt. Mm. That ain't the head of the household. That wasn't the purpose. That's just something over time that was put out there that a lot of people gravitated to. Now we're finding out that <laughs> it does lead lead to mental illness. It affects your mental because you truthfully aren't expressing yourself. You were created by God as a being, your own individual being, your own individual self. You weren't created to join the male whatever. Yeah, you're a male, but you're a being. And you were created as this being to live life in a peaceful way. Can't live life peacefully if you're always on edge. 
you're always aggravated. You're always irritated. You can't express yourself. You just can't. And that shows in your relationships with your wife and your kids. Sooner or later, it rears its head because you haven't effectively dealt with your problems. You haven't effectively dealt with communicating. Now, like I said, some may say, well, that that goes back to that of um, that stigma of being a man. Shut up. Suck it up. Deal with it. Man up. Nah. There's no, that's, that's no longer working. I honestly believe wholeheartedly that, and, and, and I know this for a fact, I don't have to read any statistics or numbers. If you become that being that says what's on their mind, says what's on your mind, you can still handle your business. And for those that are saying well, that you may perceive to be weak, if, if someone thinks you're weak, if any being on this earth, whether male or female, white or black, young or old, adult or child, thinks you're weak for expressing your true feelings, chances are you don't need to be around that person. That person is bringing you down or persons. Because any human being that will stop another human being for, from expressing themselves and telling you what is bothering them and they won't accept it or they don't want to hear it or they feel as though you're weak, you may need to get away from them. That's just my opinion. Why deal with them? Why are you stifling someone? Trying to control them. Trying to control that mind. And, and a lot of men, we fall into that. We do. When we say something to someone, someone close to us, and they give us, they run off with this uh, a, a list of uh, what it is you're not doing, uh, what they perceive that you're not doing right, or what a man is. I've had... <laughs> I've had people tell me that uh, I, 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 before I was married uh, or while I was married, even uh, I, I've heard. And, 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 and women have a, a misconception, too, of what a man is. Just like I was talking about that head of the household. I've had people tell me, well, that ain't a man. Uh, well, first and foremost, I'm not really concerned about being a man. I'm really truthfully concerned about being a be the being that God created, the exceptional being that God created. Yeah, that's my gender. I am a male. But I ain't going to put myself in, in any kind of harm just to prove that I'm worthy of the title of being a man. Child, please. What? <laughs> What makes, and like I said, it's over time, this indoctrination of what being a man is, manhood. Being a man or just being a being encompasses so much. You have to know when to turn it on, turn it off. You got to roll through the highs and the lows. If I could say anything or, or one thing to this, this as it relates to men's mental health, We've got to get to the point where we can actually talk and communicate without seeming aggressive or hostile. Because I think that comes goes back to, like I said, that stigma of, uh, of, of being a man and holding any and everything in. We hold it all in, and then when it comes out, it's like, it's like a bomb going off. 
So we have to get to that point in life, in our own individual lives, where we could talk and communicate without being aggressive or getting hostile. Because if you continue to hold stuff in, and I'm guilty of it, I can tell you, I've held a lot of things in in my life, adulthood. And when it came out, it <laughs> it came out and man, I was thinking to myself or I'm I looking back and I think, man, I was a totally different person. Why? Because I held it in. My mental, it, it overran my mental that, that, that it came out aggressive as hell. I'll admit that. And as a result, hey, people didn't want to be around me. They were like, hey, man, something's wrong with this guy. Yeah, something is wrong with me. I held it in. So when it came out, it just burst out. It was aggressive. It was filled with anger and irritability. Whereas I thought it was a sign of being vulnerable to, to express myself. Now I realize it's not. You make yourself vulnerable when you don't express yourself. Because when you, when you finally do, it comes out and, and, and all your emotions just spills out with it. So a lot of time you see guys and, and they're snapping, they're, 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 you know, they're yelling, screaming and frothing at the mouth. Some are crying. Yeah. And that's another thing. Um, the thing that men shouldn't cry. Uh, that's a release of emotions. Now, I'm not telling you to sit there and cry every day and boohoo and roll around on the floor like you're crazy. But if you feel like crying, let it out. Be honest with you. I've cried. I let it out and I felt so much better after. Just like if, if someone says something to me, I don't agree with it. I tell them, hey, it may come out as, as sounding aggressive, but I think that's the indoctrination of society now that if you say something opposing, then you, you're automatically seen as being confrontational and aggressive. That has to stop also. Like I said, men's health, mental health encompasses so much. And there's such a stigma and an indoctrination that goes with it that we as men have accepted and allowed to creep into our lives and our dealings with family and friends or even work. It's, it's, it's an ongoing, uh, I won't say battle, but it's an ongoing trial to change that. We have to change that. Because one of the things that came out with that mental mental health for men, stress. Stress level goes up. And as we all know, stress can kill you. It can take you up out of here. And that, that stress and mental health is all tied together because what you're stressed about is what you're thinking about multiple times or all day. So, yeah, we have to change our mental belief. Nothing wrong with crying. Nothing wrong with expressing your emotions and telling people, hey, that ain't what I think. That ain't what I want. That's not what I'm going to do. Just because I'm a male doesn't mean I'm going to do that. I had to tell somebody one time they came to me and they said something to the effect of uh, how uh, uh, men are supposed to work. And they're supposed, pretty much they're supposed to work relentless. Uh, that's a negative. I, 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 and my response was simply put, well, I'm not going to work myself to death. And that's what a lot of men do. We work ourselves to death trying to provide or prove that we're a man or whatever or what have you. Uh, newsflash, just like I was told at an early age, all these bills, all these situations or whatever, or what have you, they're going to be here while you're dead and gone. So stop stressing about it. Handle it the best way you can. 
Tell people when you can or you can't. Handle your business. That's handling your business. Taking care of yourself. Putting yourself number one. You can't take care of anyone else upon this earth if you're not taking care of yourself. Because as we all know, if you can't take care of yourself, hey, you certainly can't take care of anyone else. You're out, you're on your way out of here or you're out of here. And those people you thought you were being a man for are continuing on with their lives. Where you go? In the ground. Dead as a doornail. Yeah, that's that's just the cruel, harsh reality of it all. So we, we've got to get a, a, a handle on our mental health and change our way of thinking. Just, we just do. Just do. I, I hope this has been helpful to any, some or, or anyone. Because like I said, there were some things I had to admit over time that I had done wrong. So we have to change our mental way of, of the stigma of being what, what a man is. We just do. Well, that's all for me today. And I just want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, this is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.